Hey there, this is Justin from Worst in the Industry. We have a lot of laughs on our show, and we get into some pretty heated topics, so it's important to remember that the views expressed by the hosts of Worst in the Industry are their own, and are in no way representations of the views held by the Planet Ant Podcast Network, or Planet Ant as an organization. Yell at us, not them. Thanks, and enjoy the show. This has been a production of Planet Ant Podcast, powered by Pinecast. a Nicolas Cage movie recently where he was totally silent the whole film. Yeah. Um, Wally's Wonderland? Yeah, Willy's, Willy's Wonderland. Or Willy's Wonderland. One, I, for, despite the fact that his character what you, like what simply say, existed. Wally's well, Wonderland? Oh, I thought you said like Wally's Wonder Dick. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? That's a whole Walt different Dis- movie. That's Walt the, Disney's Wonder Dick. That's my porn parody. That's the porn parody that's going to come out in a year when they run out of porn parody ideas after doing, you know, I found, after doing I found Dick a, Kirk. I found a porn parody today of Squid Game. They already started. Oh, it's called amazing. Squirt Game. It's Squirt, called Squirt you know, Game. It it's of course it's it is. only weaklings and cowards that need porn parodies. Just jerk off to the source material like a goddamn American. But yeah, what if the source material? What if the source yeah, material? Jerk off to- and it's it's the red light green light thing. But when the when the, if they move on the red light, the the girl gets fucked by one of the dudes in the the the, the thing, the mask and the shit. It's it's red light green light, but you can only come when the light turns green. Yeah. And you gotta edge when the light turns red. Anyway, Willy's Wonderland. Willy's yeah, Willy's Wonderland. Wonderland. Um, I feel like Nicolas Cage should have no lines in more movies. Because mm-hmm. totally silent protagonist. We know nothing about this character besides the fact that he drinks something called Punch Pop, which is <laughs> a fistful of caffeine to your kisser, so says the cans. And he really loves pinball. Um, also, he's the most efficient janitor in the world because he, he gets this whole place clean and ready to go in one night while also nonchalantly fighting off and murdering a bunch of satanically possessed animatronics. Hmm. Uh, you say satanically possessed, but you miss the best part is that they are uh, pedophilic serial killer cannibals. <laughs> they are a, a gang of Dahmers, a, a Gacy of Dahmers, if you will. And it is it's a Gacy. No, 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 it's a Gacy's crawl space. Uh, That's the collective. Okay, power. a Gacy's crawl space. So yes, who requested? Who serious. requested to be put on the server? The boy behind the door. Who do what? you think? The movie, the boy behind the door. It's a horror I, movie. I, it's on the, I, it's I, on the server. Watch it. It I is the most tense, fucking, anxiety-riddling movie you'll ever watch. And it's great. Okay. It was right. great. I'm I'm too busy watching all the Halloweens, including the one where they're like Michael Myers, Michael Myers is isn't evil. in it. This weird Mick mask company is yeah. the problem. Yeah, that and was they're a, putting pieces of Stonehenge in their masks to turn the kids evil. Is it was that Halloween three? I'm pretty. Yeah, there was season yes. of the witch, right? Yeah. 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 See, uh, it's Halloween three. Uh, Halloween two is a direct sequel. Because it's Laurie Strode in the in the hospital yeah. right after her encounter with Michael. And Loomis and Michael blow up in a gas explosion. Yeah. And then Halloween 4, they're like, that didn't happen. Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. Well, Loomis and Hel- is it, back and he continuity? just has like a little scar on his face. In, and uh, Michael Myers is fine. Well, in Halloween Kills, they like the new one. I don't, I don't know if you guys have seen Evil it Dies right. Tonight. Um, evil. Did you guys know evil, that evil's evil, gonna die evil tonight? Die, evil dies. Except tonight. Evil dies tonight. They, they, they say do. evil dies tonight maybe three dozen times. Yeah, they do confirm that Michael Myers is a tulpa at this point. <laughs> I mean oh, that. So he's, and they, just, he's just not a man anymore. Yeah, they also drive a mentally disturbed man to commit suicide. <laughs> yeah, and it's brutal. It's great. See, the thing about Halloween Kills is all the gore. 
Yeah. Oh, when that when that fucking lady got stabbed through the throat with that right fucking light, oh, with that yeah. fucking fluorescent light tube. It's see this. It's I love Halloween Kills because it is probably the farthest from a good movie and the farthest from a John Carpenter movie that any movie could be. And it was great. And the original Halloween is both a good movie and a John Carpenter movie. And this is like the opposite of that. <laughs> yeah. Jess, Jess, uh, Jess asked me, she was like, can we watch all the Halloween movies? I'm like, have you seen the first one? She was like, yeah. I'm like, you don't need to see any of the other ones. You don't need to, but it's fun. Halloween four and five are fun because there's a little girl who's a psychic and she's running around. She's got, she's like, she's got, she's like bouncing her fucking like her antenna, like a, like a porn dick from a, like a POV blowjob movie. Uh, on Michael Myers' brain. It's it's just like bing 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 bing. I know where he is. Bing 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 bing. He's my uncle. Bing 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 bing. It's Michael a very Myers. special bond that a niece shares with her uncle, Colin. Apparently being you a serial understand. killer. <laughs> I you know what? I don't understand wanting to murder my niece. You're right. You don't, I don't I don't have one. And if I did, say, I would kill niblings, her. Bro. I don't got any what? That's the that's the, the gender neutral term for somebody who's related to you in that way is nibbling. That sounds racist. A little bit. A little bit. Let's not use it anymore. No, I'm not going to stop. <laughs> hey, hi, hello, and welcome back once again to Worst in the Industry, the show where this half-empty six-pack attempts to uncap our cold, refreshing truth into your ears and tummies. My name is Justin St. Peter, and I don't know how we're getting all the way from your ear canal to your stomach, but we're going to get there. To my left. It's Colin Stanley. I am the king of beers. To my left. Hold on one second. Oh, you got a fucking stinger? You got like a little... Do <laughs> you have like a professional wrestling intro? Where you gotta <laughs> play like the first five seconds of a shitty song? <laughs> uh, my name's Tyler, and did you guys see friend of the pod Ben Roethlisberger threw for 266 yards yesterday? One touchdown, no interceptions. Pretty good game. It's very impressive for a, a, a known rapist. <laughs> Let's start the show. Yes. All right. Well, we are back. I mean, he week. did kill Colin Powell for you. He did. Ki- and you know yes, what? That's right. Ben Roethlisberger did kill Colin. Powell. I would rather Ben Roethlisberger <laughs> kill himself because if you're a rapist, you don't deserve to live. And we can keep that in the podcast. Except when he hangs out with Mike. Oh, Mikey. Oh, oh Mikey. Mike Lindell. Right, well, we're back. We're back Michael this week for the last episode in our oil series. Thank God. This crude, black, sticky, tar-like, oppressive knowledge that we have all put ourselves through. Colin, most of all, for the past... <laughs> Colin's been researching oil pretty much since we started this show. So to finally be able to be like, yes, we got through four episodes. Here it is. Here's the series. It feels good. You know, I don't think I've ever felt good uh, in my life, but if I were to describe how I feel now, it'd be bad. It'd be real bad. Because it turns out, even though the series is over, uh, and we'll probably come back to it periodically as new horrors unfold, uh, just because the series is over uh, does not mean that anything ever stops for even a second ever. not <laughs> we're gonna talk about how not okay we're, it is. we're gonna talk about it and then you're gonna finish your king cobra and go smoke a joint and count to that, 10 what do you mean and then times. this is part of me finishing the series is i get to finish this and then i get to drink a pint of jim beam peach that's what i get to do oil part four everyone well, it's part four we've we've kind of referenced this episode uh multiple times throughout the series because this is going to be essentially uh, a drawn-out call to action. Now, if you were hoping that we wouldn't talk about more awful shit that's been happening in this episode, not only are you stupid, but you're also wrong. Yeah, you're listening to the wrong show. Wrong show. So we're going to actually talk about some stuff that we haven't covered in the other episodes. Uh, what do you think this episodes. is, Cumtown? What do you think this is, Cumtown? Plug do, I do. I'll plug Cumtown. Honestly, you don't even know we exist. They yeah, that's will fine. never know that we exist, and I'm okay with that. 
I'm very okay with Cometown never knowing that the show exists <laughs> because I know that Cometown exists. And I, I get on YouTube, right? And I put on 69.9 The Bust FM every day. I do that for me. 69.9 The Bust. That's the name of the live stream on YouTube That's that just great. spits out their episodes 24-7. And I, I put that, that's like the soundtrack to my day, is people finding ways around saying the N-word. Now, <laughs> it explains a lot. So, <laughs> we're, let's get started uh, with something very, very uh, recent. Obviously, a big part of the series, we've talked about how the oil industry itself, uh, not, not just the effects they have on the world, but the way that they operate, the way that these companies were founded, and really the the main engine of creating capital for these companies, that all of these things are inherently, if not outright criminal, uh, immoral. I mean, we talk about how Standard Oil is basically founded as a intelligence agency, um, for the sole purpose of ruining people's lives so that they can keep making money off of oil. We talk about, you know, how Texaco, uh, ne or Chevron, ne Texaco, uh, just poisoned thousands of indigenous people in Ecuador and then has uh, refused to pay uh, to, to resolve the situation, uh, to give any reparations for the damage that they've done and instead have chosen to spend millions of dollars on a smear campaign against anybody who had any temerity uh, to stand up to them. Colin, uh, it's, it's way better to spend more money. It's way better. It's way better instead to of lie in, instead of admitting crimes. Fault. You know, that's the pro. Honestly, this is something we don't talk about enough. Whenever you're at a point in your life where you're like, man, I've done so many crimes, I'm about to get caught for doing all these crimes. That is not the time to stop doing crimes. No, keep doing crimes. You need to keep doing crimes mm -hmm. because eventually you'll come through the other side, all right? The problem with Al Capone wasn't that he uh, admitted to doing crimes. It's that he didn't do enough crimes to cover up the rest of his crimes. Yeah. But it's you got to remember to keep doing more crimes after that to cover up the crimes that you did to cover up your crimes. Yeah, exactly. Just keep crimes. Just keep crimes. What's going to happen? You're going to end up with a brain full of syphilis goo trying to fish out of your swimming pool, and we can't have that, okay? Especially because that swimming pool is full of crude fucking oil. Yep. That's right. This episode we're talking about oil spills. Everybody suck my dick. Your tears are delicious. Oh yay! One of the single most common and harmful things that destroys our ecology every day. It's so much more common than I thought, and yeah, we're going to talk about why it's not like as big but, of news I mean, as it should be. Listen, we did get one of the coolest names for one of the oil spills, though. Deepwater Horizon. We're actually going to talk a little bit about Deepwater Horizon. Coolest that fucking most, name. It's a dope name. It's Honestly, I'd love seeing Mark Wahlberg run around on a burning oil rig. I think we should put him on one in real life. But what about the burgers that he makes? Those what are pretty a, good. He doesn't make the burgers, first of all. You don't know His that. His brother Donnie makes the. I saw the show. I watched the He's a the line show. cook. He's a line cook. Don, <laughs> Donnie's a line cook. <laughs> Fucking Mark Wahlberg. Do you guys know that Mark Wahlberg... Uh, tried to get uh, his the felony his felon status uh, appealed because in the state of California you cannot uh, own or operate a business if you're a felon. Mark Wahlberg uh, can't vote. Mark, you know why he can't is because he uh, committed a hate crime against an Asian American uh, when he was uh, a young man. Uh, I believe twenty or twenty one. He yeah. uh, beat so him when he so was still Marky Mark. fucking hard, bounced this guy's head off the concrete after beating him uh, with uh, like a, a, an inch thick dowel um, that the guy apparently went blind. It later came out that he had had uh, a sight condition previous to the beating, uh, but the man suffered pretty severe fucking injuries. Uh, and Marky Mark Wahlberg did go to federal prison for that now i you know he served his nickel you know he he, he you know he's been quote unquote reformed 
Uh, but I would still love to see that fucking ape man run around on a burning oil platform. I think that'd be great. That's what the American prison system does. It reforms people. Yeah, it yeah. doesn't it doesn't That's force you into a life of criminality and of sheer desperation <laughs> unless you're rich enough to be part of a weird pseudo racist boy band pop rap group. The word you're looking for is rehabilitation. Like rehabilitated. That's rehabilitation. That's, that's yeah. what Marky Mark Wahlberg has been rehabilitated. Even though this guy has the fucking vocabulary of a deathbed John McCain, he's he's rehabilitated. <laughs> Fine, whatever. Okay, let's move on. So, uh, let's let's talk about one of the most recent uh, oil spills um, in American history. Uh, the Amplify Energy oil spill. Now, I'm saying their name, Amplify Energy. They're the operators of the rig. Uh, and the reason I'm saying it specifically, not just for posterity for the show, but because of the, like, six articles I read in preparing for this episode, almost none of them mention the company by name because they're fucking spineless shitheel loser cowards uh, at CNN and AP News. But also... Uh, because the only time it was mentioned was when the initial news came out. And that was because Amplify Energy, much like most oil companies or quote-unquote energy companies, because oil, everybody knows oil is bad, so now you have to call yourself an energy company mm. uh, because it sounds like you're doing something with, you know, the sun or wind when you're really ruining the planet. <laughs> um, they spilled uh, – they, they had a rig – uh, outside of Huntington Beach in California, uh, uh, it's Orange County, California. It's one of the most populated counties in the fucking country. Um, they leaked over 126,000 gallons of oil uh, onto Huntington Beach, which is a mecca for surfers, as well as uh, both uh, smaller and commercial fishermen. Um, it's a huge source of food uh, for California and, by extension, the country um and <laughs> a coast guard inquiry found that the leak the the breach in their pipe uh might have been there for over a year <laughs> and that it just been leaking the whole time and only recently had gotten worse um and that idea that a leak could happen over a long period of time normally when we think about oil spills we think about them as like one big dramatic event like the Deepwater horizon spill or the bp spill down in the gulf we're sorry but a lot of the time uh what i found is that a lot of spills happen over time and then just get so bad you know they they get to a certain point that it is so bad that they can no longer pretend that it's not happening and then then they have to address it um but not actually fix it and not actually do anything about it, just, nah. No, you right? can just say we're sorry, and it's not like it never you happened. You can say we're sorry, and then do nothing to clean it up. Did you guys know? Hey, uh, they, they threw some cat litter on it, okay? Yeah, they tried. a couple handfuls. <sighs> Don't yeah, worry. Yeah, they threw some floor dry Paul on it. Paul Mollett showed up to save the day. Cleaned I off all love, those penguins. I do, I do enjoy Paul Mollett. I use Paul Mollett to wash my hands because it's moisturizing. Was it Paul Mollett? I thought Dawn did that whole thing. Ah, maybe. I don't care. They're the same it's, thing to me. No, it is Dawn because uh, we use Dawn degreaser at work and they, they got penguins on the bottles. They got, mm -hmm. they got them penguins on the bottle. Uh, so, yeah. So, Amplify Energy. Uh, now, Amplify Energy, they're not the first owner of that rig. I believe that rig was established by Texaco. Uh, and a lot of the companies that we're going to talk about in this episode are companies that have direct or indirect ties to a lot of the, the other oil companies that we've talked about. Uh, throughout the series almost like uh, the whole industry has ties to them it's almost like it's one giant disgusting grub man sucking his own dick for money and profit uh, while the world burns around him i wish sucking my own dick was that profitable i wish yeah. i could be a giant grub man but alas i was not born on arrakis might be it's, profitable on only fans <laughs> justin just about to say you're not in Atreides. we're gonna make a dune reference here uh, you gotta follow the golden path, bud. Gotta follow Still the haven't seen path. the new movie. You don't need. You know what? You can. I enjoyed it. I thought the new Dune was pretty good. Um, I almost gave myself an aneurysm by reading what Marvel fans on Twitter thought about it, because they're like, "It was a oh. humorless film." 
there, oh, weren't, the, there weren't enough Joss Whedon quips in my the, epic religious whatever. I'm de- oh it's, yeah, I, oh, because it's almost like Frank Herbert was a fucking dry ass author. Because Frank, the cult, the cultural, the culture, absolutely insanely culturally relevant fans of Marvel movies. I do like that it's Eternal. A- I do like that the Eternals is almost certainly going to be a commercial flop. Uh, mm-hmm. That uh, that gives me a lot of joy. That they did all the pandering. They're like, we put a deaf person in it. We put a bunch of ladies in it. We put some brown guys in it. It's don't don't Kumail you like Nanjiani. it? He's all buff. Look at Kumail Nanjiani. We gave him body dysmorphia by forcing him to take steroids. It's he Kumail Nanjiani could rip me in half, and that terrifies me. I mean, Kumail Nanjiani could rip you in half since he started doing comedy because we all know what gets you going, Justin. Let's. <laughs> you like Not, a sense of humor. Oh, yeah. You know, a sense I mean, of humor. There you I'm, go. I'm, I'm only a little giddy. It's fine. Yeah, but The Eternals is a piece of garbage. I refuse to see it. I haven't seen a, I haven't seen a Marvel movie since the last one they made. I had an ex that took me to see Endgame. I got really fucking stoned and then brought my weed pen into endgame and kept getting more stoned for it and i did cry at one point i did cry uh <laughs> it's some good weed but it, <laughs> it was yeah it made it made a marvel movie worth crying i cried i cried when uh iron man uh turned into dust uh or not when he turned it sorry he didn't turn it into dust when he like was like burned and he's like i'm iron man but I, I wasn't crying because of the scene. I was crying because I was like, Robert Downey Jr. has worked so hard for this life and for this kind of money. And he's overcome so much in his drug addiction. And I felt good for Robert Downey Jr. And I was like, you know what, buddy? You earned this turd. It's like, when you, see, it. it's like when you see Tom Hardy in a really shitty movie. But then again, Tom Hardy's not in any shitty movies. No, he makes he's everything in, he's in great. Tom Hardy yeah. was in both Venom movies. What are you, you talking know, okay. about? You know, okay. You want to know why Tom... He was the best part. You know why every movie that Tom Hardy makes is really good? Because he's got the power of the upper lip, which not a lot of white dudes have. He does have He does have actually defined lips. It doesn't look like somebody just cut a slit in a pumpkin and called that mm-hmm. a man. That's where all so his power comes from, is that upper lip. Time, Colin. What'd you say? I said just add all three of us next time. I have... What are you talking about all three of us? I got big old lips. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? I got these big I fat... I just wanted to see you make I got these, the camera. I got Justin, these big Justin, fat don't worry. Polish I'll, I'll, seat cushions over here. What the I'll fuck schedule, are you I'll schedule about? us for some injections tomorrow. Yeah, so don't worry get, about get, it. Get yeah. some plumpers in. Mm-hmm. I got a hot tip on some MLM collagen. Hit me up. That's enough, Back to the terror. Back to the terror. So, speaking of leaks that take a long time for people to notice, aka the Marvel films, Taylor Energy had an oil spill that lasted almost, uh, sorry, not almost, for 15 fucking years. <laughs> uh, from 2004 to 2019, uh, Taylor Energy had an offshore rig that was leaking oil for... 15 fucking years um but because nobody died in the accident and because uh it was a a gradual enough leak um that it it wasn't immediately detected um both taylor energy who had attempted to patch it several times and failed uh every time because like most uh oil companies they are uh inept ghouls uh, at the helm of a weapon that they do not understand, much like a toddler driving a uh, Buick Lucerne. Uh, <laughs> it's an oddly specific picture. It's a big car. It's yeah, a big, it's heavy car. <laughs> you got that two-year-old up there. Buick? He can't see over the steering wheel. That's going to go right through his fucking forehead. Good thing his brain isn't fully formed yet. <laughs> Might really be a tragedy. Uh, so... Not only did Taylor Energy cover this up and keep it hidden from the uh, from the public, uh, slowly poisoning, uh, you know, more than likely thousands of people. This it was the rig that was damaged during Hurricane Ivan, um, and the rig was submerged in like hundreds of feet of mud. Um, but because it was a gradual enough spill, uh, they in collu- like colluding with the Coast Guard kept it hidden from uh, any pro- any public inquiry. Uh, until 
the Deepwater Horizon spill. Because in the aftermath of the Deepwater Horizon spill, because it was this huge fucking oil explosion, almost like we shouldn't be drilling oil out of the ground anywhere, especially in the place where we get water and food from. Uh, deep, every time you say Deepwater Horizon, it needs like a dun dun afterwards. Every time, it sounds like it. I just want to hear that fucking Hans Zimmer like. Yeah. <laughs> Deepwater Horizon sounds like a company that would definitely destroy the Earth. Like Raytheon. Yeah, they sound like a Bond villain company. Yeah. Deepwater. Deepwater. Oh, let me tell you about my plan. My shell corporation, <laughs> Deepwater Horizon. Deepwater Horizon <laughs> is like the name of a ship from one of the Alien films. It's for, for the audience at home, Tyler was holding his hand up to his mouth uh, like he was Dr. Evil. He had a little pinky up there like he was Dr. Evil. Like that. One. It's a very awkward position to keep your hand in. Let me tell you. I've really thought about it, but it's like he doesn't have any upper body. Like, there's no muscle mass up there because he's Doctor Evil. So it's like this just gotta hurt. Like he's like he probably like strained himself, right? Exactly. Like that that facial feature, even with all the scar tissue, can't feel natural. Anyway, so uh, in the aftermath of the Deepwater Horizon spill, um, as they were trying to detect any residual oil um, that they could clean up. And, and by the way, the idea that any spill ever has been cleaned up is laughable because these spills are basically impossible to clean up. Um, you know, there's that huge thing with BP and Dawn where they're like, we're cleaning up the Gulf. It's like they scooped enough oil to make themselves look a little bit better, just long enough for the PR cycle to roll over to whatever dumb bullshit was happening. Probably a Marvel movie. Uh, and then stopped. Like, these oil companies, if they are forced to clean up, which they almost never are, only clean up enough to look a little bit better and then move on fucking operation as normal. Like Yeah, it's capitalism. <laughs> Exactly, Tyler. It's capitalism. I'm dying, by the way. I'm so congested. If I sound weird in this episode, it's because all my brain has melted into my fucking sinuses, and I'm blowing it out uh, between King Cobra sips. So, basically, this Taylor Energy spill is only discovered uh, after Deepwater Horizon, and it's fucking crazy. It's like over 100,000 gallons of oil. It's a crazy amount of fucking oil. Um... And now, it, in, in that vein, the idea that a, a, not only can a leak go on for so long, but that the cleanup is not complete, and also that the, the structural integrity of this, this oil infrastructure, of these things that are meant to, quote-unquote, safely transport oil, the idea that these things are infallible and only break every once in a while in this huge cataclysmic effect, uh, event, I would like to point you uh, towards uh, Enbridge, uh, a Canadian oil and gas company. Um, in fact, in Michigan, if you're from Michigan, if you're a Michigander, like I would assume most of our listeners are, uh, you probably remember the Kalamazoo River oil spill uh, back in 2010. <laughs> um, yeah, that was fun. Oh, boy. It unseated the previous uh, inland oil spill for being the largest ever in the country. Uh, and I also believe the world, I believe it was actually one of the largest uh, oil spills on land in the world, um, where basically Enbridge's uh, line 6B, uh, which is one of, uh, I think, about 10 or so lines that they have running between Canada and the upper Midwest, um, leaked thousands, tens of thousands of gallons of oil uh, into a tributary of the Kalamazoo River, which then washed into the Kalamazoo River and the surrounding wetlands, because as we talked about in the Nestle episode, most of Michigan is fucking water. Most of the upper Midwest is fucking water. So even if you don't get it directly into the Great Lakes, you fuck everything up. You mm -hmm. fucking wreck everything. And you know uh, what's you know what's under the ground for miles and miles and miles and miles? Aquifers. Water. Yeah. Water. Yeah, that Nestle is currently, you know, 
taking draining dry that's neither here nor there it's you know what it's actually it is here it is in fact here in and michigan there. and there in pakistan that it, it is here and there uh unfortunately for the world um now uh, i think we again talked about this in the episode um it's not just ego that's forcing me to center this conversation on michigan it's the fact that the great lakes are the period largest period source period of fucking fresh water in the world most of the world does not have access to fresh water guess where most uh if you drink water in the united states guess where that shit more than likely came from the fucking great lakes you drink water in the western goddamn hemisphere more than likely came from the great lakes just a heads up i probably pissed in it a couple times all of us have both pissed and shat in one of the great lakes I have never shat in any. I've never, I've never shat in the Justin lake. Justin is a liar. Tyler, back no. me up. <laughs> I've never shat no. in the lake. Oh, you never, you never I gone. I admit to it if I shat in the lake. Have you shat in the lake? You never gone reverse ice fishing before? <laughs> oh no. Putting the brown trout back in the stream. Yeah, there you go. You figured it out. Look at you. Oh God. Oh, I'm a Boy Scout. You know, fucking. <laughs> oh, you were molested as a child. Exactly. Take only pictures, leave only dukes. That's what we say. Anyway. It's actually, in the Boy Scout handbook, it's because I, I, was, I was a Boy Scout for about 20 This years. is how you avoid getting molested. If you didn't read this part, we're <laughs> no, not liable. It's not in the Boy Scout handbook. It's counterintuitive um, to teach the boys how not to be molested. Yes. Um, for the record, I was not molested in the Boy Scouts. No, I don't think I was either. It's my... <laughs> Like the guy I was sharing a tent with at summer camp did come out as gay to me, but I just didn't give a fuck because I didn't have a pillow. You're like, like I forgot my pillow at home, but I was sleeping on a bag of socks. And he was uh, like, "Sometimes I dream about other boys," and I'm like, "Dude, fucking whatever. You got another pillow?" No? Sometimes, Good sometimes night. I dream about other boys. All right, can you just, if you're gonna keep sucking my dick, can you stop talking so much? Really yeah, making it hard for me to imagine uh, Megan Fox or whatever yeah. Justin at this age was into. Don't you fucking dare make eye contact, bud. I had a big, big ass fucking poster of that one, that one bitch who was uh, married. That, that one bitch. She was married to Verlander, I think. I don't know. Oh, Kate oh, Upton. Uh, there you go. They are yeah. still married, I believe. Yeah, Cupton. Sure fucking, oh, man. They live in Houston now, though, because he plays for the Astros. Dude, yeah. I, that fucking poster shattered into a million pieces the second I took it off the wall. Oh, God, just, you drop it? It's just like a piece of glass. Oh, my God. It's fucking atomized. Fucking Anyways, sand in the wind. My, back to my original point about the Boy Scouts. It's probably going to get cut because this whole segment's probably going to get cut. Fuck you, the whole segment's getting cut. Boy Scouts do get molested. The tail end of this uh, segment. (laughs) Boy Scouts Uh, do get molested. The the Boy Scouts have a very specific way of getting rid of your duke in the woods. Yeah, you gotta bury it. Yeah, it's well, you have to build, you have to bury, like, dig a hole of a specific depth. Um, and then they have, like, these are the things that you can use to wipe your ass. Yeah, or, I mean, literally, like, standard kit is you have a little, like, trench (laughs) shovel. Yeah, it's a trowel. Yeah, and you just keep the roll of toilet paper on the handle of the shovel. Yeah. And you just you, you dig a hole, and you yeah. duke it in the hole, and then you bury the duke. Why do you ba- other I'm, animals shit in the woods? Who fucking cares? You're not supposed to leave duke in the woods, because human duke is full of processed foods, and it's bad for the animals or some it's, shit. And animals will eat human duke. And they'll, they'll eat the duke, and then you'll eat yeah, the well, animal. That's, then that's, you'll that's get like, natural selection. You'll get, like, E. coli, but an E. coli that makes your face look more Polish. E. coli? Epola. <laughs> there you go. All right. But so, uh, so obviously there's that enormous fucking uh, spill in the Kalamazoo River um, that devastated local wildlife, um, destroyed a lot of the local agriculture, um, specifically some of the wild rice patties um, that a lot of indigenous people use as their main food source. Um, it's crazy that in all four fucking episodes of this goddamn series, we constantly say, we constantly talk about indigenous people. It's almost like they don't get treated as human beings even in 2021. It's almost like they're treated as fucking livestock to be shuffled around from one place to another by every government and private company that's ever fucking existed. It's Colin, crazy. Colin, I don't remember if... If well, I don't think you remember what we learned in elementary school about the first Thanksgiving. It's their fault, and they were asking for it. What? <laughs> no, they taught us how to make corn. 
Didn't you see the way they were yeah. dressed? It's they, they, they taught us how to grow corn. corn. And we gave them we, polio blankets. We gave us corn. Not polio. Smallpox blankets. I mean, yes, they polio. I, I'm <laughs> well, yes, we sure gave a them lot polio of natives too. died of polio. Yeah, quite a few. And, and probably at higher rates than everybody else. Well, they didn't have the iron lungs. They didn't. <laughs> no, no, it's almost like the iron lungs were withheld from them. Enbridge, this uh, Canadian oil and gas company, has actually been a menace in the upper Midwest for over 30 years now. Um, because that Kalamazoo River spill uh, that is currently the largest inland oil spill uh, uh, unseated a previous Enbridge uh, spill uh, in 1991, which is their Line 3, the line that runs uh, through upper, I believe, Minnesota and Wisconsin from Alberta, um, carrying tar sand oil. Um, that spill in 1991 spilled uh, over 1.7 million gallons of oil. Now, this Line 3, uh, we're going to talk about it quite a bit because that Line 3 has been uh, operating for almost 60 years now. Um, when it was pitched by Enbridge, it was never meant to last this long. It was meant to la- last a couple of decades at most and then be replaced with newer and better improved infrastructure. That never happened because there's they're still making money, and uh, there's very, very little repercussions for not doing that. As we've seen uh, throughout the fucking series, when oil companies do horrific shit, there is no one there to hold them accountable, as Democrats like to say. Hold accountable. Uh, now, this line three is currently the subject of a hot debate. Um, it did run through – this. the line three ran through um, – not uh, uh, quite a few uh, indigenous reservations, uh, among which were uh, the Bad River Band uh, and the. Uh, oh, I love that song that they do. I fucking hate you. I knew you were going to say this. I knew you were going to fucking say this shit. I, I knew this was. It's not Little River Band, okay? It's not the musical group Little River Band. It is the Bad River Band or the Bad River Tribe of uh, the Ashniabi. Hey, listen, there a whole go. lot Thank can you, be for a whole lot can be forgiven if you can learn how to play the banjo. It's Friday night. It's okay, but like for realsies, if you want a badass all native band to listen to, check out Winterhawk. Uh, oh, I have heard uh, Winterhawk music. is great. Uh, check out their song "Custer's Dying" uh, or "Black Whiskey." There you both go. Both of which are fucking incredible, and off of their first album, which came out in like '79. Winterhawk is sick. Did you guys know that fucking uh, what you call it? Um. Come and get your love by uh, that. That's a native. That's a full native group as well. Was that uh, Redbone? There, yes, Redbone. Redbone is a completely indigenous group. Uh, uh, fucking Wounded Knee. That's a great song. Also, highly recommend that song. Anyway, we stop talking about indigenous musical groups to talk about to talk about the fucking horrors being perpetrated against them. We were all wounded. Because and bridge leaked, fucking oil. Uh, <laughs> it's not good. So no. line line three basically, um, when you when you put a pipeline through something, uh, it's called an easement. Uh, the, the the permit that you get is essentially it's it's referred to as an easement, uh, which is you know hey like you don't own this land, but we are letting you put something through land that is owned by somebody else, another entity. Um, it's what states do. When oil companies want to put pipelines through, when, you know, hey, like, it doesn't make sense for us to send trains, we just need to put, like, a pipeline through, uh, they, they obtain an easement from whatever governing body uh, is there. So, for line three, uh, that easement that they had with the uh, local indigenous people expired. And because that Enbridge had allowed this enormous spill to occur in 1991, which... Uh, damaged, as we said before, wild rice paddies, uh, as well as a lot of the the land that they're able that these indigenous people are able to both live on, um, and also use for food and uh, cultural events. Just fucking laid to waste. Uh, when this easement expired, they refused to renew it with Enbridge. Now, um, by law, Enbridge at that point would have to remove their pipeline. Because they're no longer allowed to use the land in that way. Um, 
Enbridge did not. So these natives had to um, basically waste a bunch of time and money pursuing a federal lawsuit against Enbridge to get them to move the pipeline off of indigenous land, which has taken like literal decades. They are now going to move line three. The problem is they're just going to abandon the old line three. Now there are no federal regulations or state regulations in Wisconsin for the abandonment of pipelines, which means that under the law, whatever happens to that pipeline, Enbridge is not liable. Uh, but let's let's talk about that pipeline first before we start talking about what creating a new one would do. Um, line three, and we're going to have some great fucking info and some great resources to give you about line three uh, that we're going to recommend that you take a look at. Uh, line three, by Enbridge's own admission, has over 900 structural anomalies quote-unquote anomalies um which means an anomaly is anything from a pinhole in the line to a large crack in the line so this thing has over 900 spots along its length along the thousands of miles it fucking traverses where it's just fucking leaking oil it's just leaking oil all over the fucking place in fact, um, these holes, these cracks, are what um, we believe caused um, the 2010 Kalamazoo River spill. It was one of these quote-unquote structural anomalies. And I know we've talked about this before, that, that these corporate entities love to use just obfuscating, completely obtuse language. Because it's like, if we say that it has 900 holes in it, you're going to immediately know how bad it is. So we're going to say structural anomalies. Just like how Chevron says that, well, Steven Donzinger, you know, it turns out that he, you know, he'd been found of, you know, bribing an official. Uh, but don't mention the fact that the witness who said that recanted their statement and said they were paid by Chevron to do so. Uh, and that, you know, th that, that doesn't matter. Only, the only thing that matters is the immediate truth, quote unquote truth, that they can provide. Uh, the, the, the reality that they can craft to show you the same way um, that these oil companies have always crafted their own realities. That's um, neither here nor there, Colin. It's, it's not even relevant. I don't even know why I'm talking anymore. Uh, well, episode's over. Episode's so You know what? Shut her down. Turn the podcast off. Flip the switch. We're going, going dark. Yep. Capitalism's great now. Capitalism, we were shills you know all along. You know what I learned? I learned it was never about capitalism. It was about all the payoffs I took along the way. It was about it was it was about having, all the genocides you did along. Honestly, the way. dude, if Chevron knocked on my door tomorrow and was like, "We're gonna pay you two and a half million dollars to stop doing your podcast," I would stop doing the podcast. 100%. Sorry, guys. I'm sorry. Sorry, Tyler. Sorry, Justin. I would immediately say, "I can't do this anymore." Sorry, I also can't talk to you guys anymore. Goodbye. You better give us and some I would that fucking, money. Though. I would immediately retire. No, yeah, you're not. You better, I'm not going to tell you. You think I'm going to tell you about getting wow. paid off by Chevron? The secret shame I would hold in my heart till the end of my fucking life? No, I'm going to DM. I'm going to DM Chevron on Twitter. Have any secret shame. If I was being paid we off know about all of your shame. Exactly. You shut up about If I was being shames. paid off by Chevron, that would be a secret shame. I'm going to DM Chevron on Twitter and just be like, listen, don't offer Colin the cuck any money. How much offer How much me. for me to delete the episodes? How much for me to <laughs> how, much how much How much for me to nuke the entire podcast? I'll I'll start killing I'll start killing Ecuadorians by hand uh, if you pay me to do it. I know it's a lot it's a lot faster than the method that you've been using. So I, will, I, I will go to I will go to Justin's house and throw the external hard drive out the window so there's no backups. Go to I'll go to Justin's house and I'll beat <laughs> the memory so out money. of him. <laughs> destroy all of his internet connected equipment make sure oh, he can no, never access the make... web again it's gonna cost so much money to gotta cut the head off the snake I'm so poor don't do that to me don't worry hey it's okay i'll buy you a new computer with my two and a half million dollar payoff uh but it will be a chromebook so i'm sorry oh, you bitch Oh, Looks so like you're, you're on Stadia now, yeah. boy. Yeah, you're a, you're a traitor and a cheap ass. I'll give you, you access to porn and YouTube. The 
you know, your God-given rights, but I'm not going to let you post more podcasts. It's, it, it suck my dick. I want to play video games. <laughs> Looks like you're on Stadia now or Luna. Ugh. Looking at gift horse in the mouth over here, Justin. I'm giving you a free Chromebook. <laughs> it's like saying I'm giving you free herpes. I am. I didn't yeah, make I you think pay you for them. Oh, by the you way, Justin. I to get treatment. By the way, Justin, I think you should make some calls. I should what? You should make some phone calls. I just got tested and uh, there were oh, some anomalies. Okay. You got it from me. Yeah, we have AIDS. There were some anomalies. I do love there that. Some, oh, you had you had some. There were some anomalies on the STD test. In your yeah, balls. Tyler has some structural anomalies too. Ty- yeah. Tyler's fucking balls. leaking cum like Enbridge line three. Leaking fucking pus. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. It's 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 like Clams Casino down there. It's like oh. Clams Casino. It's like the president's turned his head into Clams Casino. Oh, my favorite, my favorite thing, uh, from any musical theater production ever is the line from Rent where we find out how one of the characters learned they have AIDS, which is in a suicide note scrawled by his girlfriend uh, before she slit her wrist in the bathtub, and all it says is, we have AIDS. <laughs> and I know it's supposed to be like a very deep and tragic thing, but I laughed so hard the first time I heard that. Yeah, my dick's look like the uh, deep water horizon. Because they sing it. They sing it. They go, we have AIDS. <laughs> yeah, that is, that is a strange musical number. It's hard to harmonize on we I've have never, AIDS. Okay, so I've never seen Rent. You should. It's, it's, it's worth a watch. Rent is like... <sighs> La Vie Boheme is a fun song. Rent and Tick, Tick, Boom are like my favorite like musical like theater productions. And one of them uh, is still being like driven into the ground... By making it constantly fucking tour, rent, and one is about to be ruined by Lin Manuel Miranda's clammy, uh, alleged pedophile hands, and I only say alleged because that's the way his face looks to me, uh, and I do not have any proof to substantiate that. Say, I don't think any allegations have come out against Lin Manuel Miranda. At the very least, has terrible taste and is a bad rapper. I think right, that well, is yeah, confirmable. Also, can't just be like, ah, he's a pedophile. He I don't, like he's, got, he's got the clammy hands, the big eyes. That well, up. yeah, he does like have the same vibe as Joe Biden. But... He, he looks like if Steve Buscemi had to be put in solitary. Can't, can't let this guy hang out. Like, in isn't Gen that where Pop. he lives? What? <laughs> isn't that where Steve Buscemi lives? Solitary sure confinement? Like, he sure looks Doesn't like he it. he just like, live in a firehouse in Manhattan? He does not live in a firehouse in Manhattan. He was a volunteer firefighter during 9-11. No, he was a firefighter before that. Yeah, he was. And then he was a volunteer during the... Once uh, he became an actor, yes. Yes, yes, Uh, yes, yes. I do like the idea of, like, being in the towers. And, like, there's fire everywhere. And uh, you just, like, watch your friend Greg, like, fall (laughs) through the floor and do... And then Crazy Eyes shows up. And then then just... (laughs) Axe through the fucking wall, and it's Steve Buscemi covered in sunlight. Mr. Pink from We gotta get out of here. Hey, do you think God stays in heaven because he too fears his own creation? Let's get the fuck out of here. One of the deepest lines from a Spy Kids movie. Love Spy. Fucking Rodriguez. Robert Rodriguez, man. Raw as fuck. Man's a treasure. Do you think God stays in heaven because even he fears Robert Rodriguez is like, come on, kid. Now you got your chance to be raw. Because he was there with Billy Jacobs and he raped his mom, too. Oh. Robert Rodriguez is immortal technique in this joke. In the premise of the joke, immortal technique and Robert Rodriguez are the same person. Let's just keep moving with the... So line five, right? So... (laughs) Thank you. You might you might have noticed we referred to a line six B and a line three, um, which does logically lead you to the idea that there is a line five. Now line five, um, among other places, it runs in two locations, but the one that we are going to refer to for the most part is the portion that runs uh, along the Straits of Mackinac. 
Now, if you live in Michigan, or you've heard of Michigan as a concept, you know about the Mackinac Bridge. It's like uh, the Golden Gate Bridge's gay younger brother. A- and Mackinac Island. It's a beautiful Island, bridge. It's a beautiful is... bridge. And a terrible place. Wait, sorry, wait, wait. Why is, why is the Mackinac Bridge the gay one? Oh, it's covered in cum. You think during the bridge walk there aren't people playing pocket pool? I beg to well, differ. I just don't necessarily think because it's a lo- it's a longer bridge. It's not. It's not a longer bridge than the Golden Gate. Golden Gate Bridge is bigger. It's not, is it longer? You know what? I'd have to look that up, but I feel like facts. I feel like the Golden Gate Bridge, the Golden Gate Bridge, the Golden Gate Bridge, the that the Great Golden Bitch. She, I'm pretty sure that even if she's not longer, she is more impressive and striking to look at than the Mackinac Bridge, which is literally like an industrial fucking uh, chastity cage uh, on the uh, fucking Michigan Lower Peninsula. Well, you see, the the cool part, the the big the big difference. The big difference between those two bridges is one of them goes to San Francisco, which is actually a very fun place to and be. And one of them goes and the to other St. One, Ignis. The other one goes to Mackinac, which is a fucking terrible place. Mackinac, Mackinac. So Mackinac City is like if a strip mall had a mayor, and St. Ignis is like if a pit of fish and rock salt had a mayor. It is, it is a fucking nightmare realm. You go, you go, you start going up north, up north in Michigan, up north, up north with the Upers. You start going up there, and you're like, "Wow, there are some startling vistas, some real beautiful landscapes." And then you're and like, "A whole lot of fucking deer." And then just lots of dumpy potato people with bad opinions about black people. So it's it's, it's really a land. There's not a lot of that. There's not there. <laughs> it's like it's like when you drop rice on the floor in your kitchen, and all the grains are scattered. And they're not touching each other, but you never find all of them. That's what youpers are like. And then you're Ten you're sweeping under the sink, and you you pull a few or pull a few out from under the stove, and you're like, ah, there was another couple of them. And then imagine that, but they had yeah, very terrible opinions on black people. And and by terrible opinions, we mean like, what do you mean they're free now? It's stuff like that. It's not good. <laughs> it's they're, like. They're, they have these like eighteen hundreds opinions of black people. These are the these are the people that you've seen recently in the videos of people shouting at school boards that they shouldn't teach critical race theory, even though they don't teach critical race theory in any public school or any elementary school, middle school, high school, or anything besides law school. If you're if you're wondering like, hey, why are there only six people in this school board meeting? Including none the of, school none board. None of them even have kids because, that go there. It's because the city has a population of 18 people. So a third of them have to be on the school board. Yeah. And and all of the people that show up and are screaming about critical race theory, which they know nothing about, um, none of them have kids that actually go to the school. Also, the idea of, like, okay, the, the concept itself, because it, now we're talking about it. The concept in and of itself of critical race theory, to me... A, a pseudo college educated man is baffling um mm-hmm. because it's like yeah this is like an advanced topic that you talk about yeah. in like an anthropology class or like, uh, like a sociology class. law like law this- no it's law because it's critical race theory is is how race applies to law so you have to understand law to a college educated level in order to understand how race applies to law that I mean, is critical race lawyers, theory. So I don't think that's necessarily that is that, that is well that is critical race theory, and I listened to a fucking interview with a guy who went to Harvard Law School, and he was like, "I didn't even start to talk about critical race theory until I was in my fourth year of Harvard Law and on the debate team." And that's law school, which means that he already went to a, another university for like at least four years. Yeah. Yeah, they don't teach it in elementary school. They sometimes teach that white people were bad. Sorry. I I just, like, it's crazy to me that people are upset about, like, because, again, like, uh, clearly I didn't fully understand what cr- critical race theory was. Um, these people understand it even less. But when I went to fucking school, when I was in public school, and they talked about, like, the difference, like, white and black people and their history in America... It was always like, 
slavery happened. It's kind of bad. Don't worry. Reconstruction fixed most of it. And then Martin Luther King fixed the rest. And now yeah, we're they cool. talk about James Earl Ray like he was the last racist. I, I see, they didn't even tell me who that person was. Yeah, it's not like David Duke has his own podcast now. It's not like the KKK still exists. It's not like the Senate. It's not like the U.S. Senate needs to be burned to the fucking ground. At least it's not like that. It's definitely not like that. Speaking Let's of things go, that need Brandon. to be burned to the fucking ground, line five. Line five. Um, for much like line three has for decades uh, been the subject of criticism by people that care about being able to drink water or breathe air. Uh, in fact, alarmingly, and I am now going to read from the uh, Michigan chapter of the Sierra Club's website, uh, the Sierra Club. We're going to put links in the show notes for that. C- fucking Sierra Club's great. Uh, alarmingly. Line 5 has a long history of unleashing environmental damage. In the last 50 years, the pipeline has had 29 spills, releasing a total of 1.1 million gallons of toxic oil into the environment. Researchers recently determined that most spills were not even discovered by Enbridge's leak detection systems. So leak detection systems i think you mean chuck the fat guy they have walked down the line every third thursday yeah and he's like, like oh yeah there's th- no leaks over there that's very generous th- yeah th- this is a guy without a high school uh education who drives a pickup truck with the fucking orange flashing lights on top and eats a sandwich drinks a coffee and smokes a cigarette never looks at the pipeline and then says we're good here not gonna lie i kind of want that job though i would love that job i'd be so good at that job i know no yep there were no problems again you're welcome yeah i'll I'll take i'll take my payoff from chevron now i'll take my payoff from enbridge now thank you thank you thank you thank you Uh, (laughs) so um that so that line uh that we mentioned the one that straights of mackinac uh when it was first established it was 320 uh, feet from the shoreline. Uh, it is now it's not far. That's a football field. It is now 23 feet from shoreline due to uh, erosion uh, and the fact that it is more and more likely to come in contact <coughs> with things that could damage and rupture it. In fact, one of the more recent spills from Line Five, we believe, uh, uh, occurred because a ship had dropped anchor. This is very common for pipelines to be ruptured by anchors. Almost like, again, there shouldn't be pipelines full of oil in the place where we get our water and food from. It's it's like keeping a shit bucket in your pantry. There's no reason to do it. It's stupid to do it. We figured this out millennia ago, but you just make too much goddamn money doing it any other way. So, what can you do about it? Right? You, you sat here, you, you listened it? for almost five fucking hours about just the most horrific awful shit that's literally does not need to happen and only happens because there's a few hundred people in the world who are getting paid out mad heavy what can you fucking do about it you know so currently uh you can go to stopline3.org it's specifically uh for and bridges line three which they're attempting to abandon the old pipeline uh, without cleaning up any of the spill, any of the damage, any of the horrific things they're doing to the wildlife and the indigenous lands that they've been damaging for decades, and to move on to a new pipeline where they can keep doing the same uh, a few miles away from the old pipeline. Um, if you go to stopline3.org, they have a registry, uh, they have a petition um, where you can sign up to uh, create public pressure um, to get Enbridge to stop. Uh, creating this new uh, line three they also offer resources for contacting your local representatives to pressure them because as we know government and uh, big oil go hand in hand and have since oil has existed as an industry Um, and the best way that you can do something about it um, other than what we're about to talk about is by pressuring your local representatives Uh, if you're if you're an american citizen you have uh, a state and a federal representative 
Um, you also have both state and federal senators that you can scream at and leave emails uh, for. Um, you do want to call. You can show up to their offices. Their offices are publicly listed uh, uh, locations to protest, to pressure, to question on camera. Hey, what are you going to do about line three? Hey, did you know that line three is going to cause X amount of of wildlife damage you know that they've already spilled 1.1 million gallons of oil over the past 29 years what are you doing to stop Enbridge expanding uh their line three project you can do that um it's very easy you spend a fucking afternoon smoke a joint fire off some emails feel better about yourself um the other thing you can do is you can actually um volunteer to support direct action both directly or indirectly so if you um have a job or you have people that rely on you, you can't risk being arrested uh, yourself. Um, and, and there is a very real risk of being arrested. Enbridge um, has paid a ton of police officers and state officials uh, to help them arrest and patrol uh, Line 3 uh, through the upper Midwest. Um, it's the same thing uh, as the Keystone Pipeline. People who are simply defending themselves, their family, uh, and the water and food for their entire fucking state and region getting brutalized and arrested by these fucking jackbooted thugs. Local police officers, people who are quote-unquote there to protect and serve, are beating people up and arresting them for daring to defy an oil company. Um, if that's not fucking un-American, I don't know what is. So if you can't, volunteer to be on the front lines like some of those people are and we get it we understand some people are chronically ill some people just can't afford to lose to miss out on work or they have kids or people that depend on them you can uh volunteer to support those people who are doing it to support direct action uh they will be able to uh, if you go to stopline3.org uh they have a, a page where you can sign up you can share if you have any special skills or abilities if you're a lawyer if you're a doctor if you're somebody who has the kind of training to help these people uh, fight the good fight. It really is the good fight. Um, you can do that there, uh, and they'll get you in contact uh, with people you can actually help uh, and in ways to provide resources for those people. Um, otherwise, if you have the means, if you have transportation, you got the money, you got the time, uh, we'd highly recommend um, that you go to stopline3.org and you volunteer for direct action yourself. Um, it's dangerous work. It's fucking desperately desperately dangerous work but it is needed um it, it, it's the only thing that seems to give these people pause it's the only thing um that draws enough attention for there to be uh you know a national movement about these kinds of things people didn't care about the keystone pipeline until they watched those water defenders getting maced and beaten half to death uh, you know protecting their land and protecting each other uh people won't care uh, about line three unless you make a big deal about it or they start people start seeing people's fucking skulls get cracked open on national tv um yep. you know these direct action is always the most effective way to help out always yep but, you know even if you can't do it yourself being able to support it is incredibly important and tell your friends tell your neighbors tell your coworkers, tell your family tell everybody you fucking know about this take everybody everybody that you know Go on their phone, go onto their Spotify app, Apple Podcasts, whatever. <laughs> Just hit the follow button Jesus on our podcast. Christ. Have them listen yeah, to this series. Making people Do listen to too. the podcast is direct action, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's Tra kidnap kidnap a couple Scala. people. Fuck kidnap me. a couple people. Chain them up in our in their in your basement. Where this has Spotify. to be cut. This gets cut. <laughs> yeah, that 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 needs to be cut. No. We can't we can't have that. Uh and uh, like uh, a uh, Buffalo Bills situation. We've talked about it a few times in the series, um, but it's still relevant. Uh, go to donzigerdefense.com if you can if you can you know afford to donate uh, donate to Steve Donzinger's defense fund. He's currently rotting in a fucking prison because Chevron has decided to take the American legal system into its own hands uh, in a manifestly illegal and unconstitutional, not to mention completely inhumane, uh, a complete violation of both human and civil rights. Uh, mm -hmm. They have uh, he's currently uh, sitting in a fucking prison cell. Uh, waiting further, awaiting his uh, a later appeals, uh, awaiting a later appeal hearing, an appellate hearing. Uh, if you can give anything to DonzigerDefense.com, we recommend you do so. Uh, also, if you live in the United States, more than likely there is an oil or gas company nearby that is doing much of the same thing that Enbridge has done, that Chevron did in Ecuador, and and that 
uh, Taylor Energy and Amplify Energy uh, did in the Gulf of Mexico and um, uh, Huntington Beach, respectively. Um, look into that. Your local officials more than likely are getting fucking paid off on the back end by a lot of these oil companies. You know, th- these things don't happen unless politicians let them happen. In no. Michigan, we're lucky enough that our governor, Gretchen R- Whitmer, um, she did um, basically she uh, n- voided Enbridge's easement to use line five, which has not fucking stopped them um, because these companies will not stop unless you force them to stop. They do not care about the law. They do not care about your life. They will not stop unless you force them to. Yes, Tyler. Campaign contributions are public. Look up your fucking officials and see who has contributed to their fucking campaigns because it's pretty fucking easy to see who's getting paid off. And it's, you know, people want to say and people want to talk about, like, Oh, just because they can't, you know, just because a company contributes to a campaign fund doesn't mean that that politician is beholden to their interests. Um, that's fucking stupid. If you think that way, you're a dumb toddler baby, and you need to spend any amount of time at all reading anything because clearly you haven't been paying attention for the past 150 fucking years. Look up what Ted Cruz had to say about net neutrality because fucking Comcast paid him thirty-six thousand dollars to make a tweet. Or the fucking head of the FCC was a former fucking executive at Comcast. Mm-hmm. Yep, good old Agit Pie. Yeah, fuck you. You know what? Let's, Agit Pie. Fuck you and fuck your you. giant mug. I hope you and shit your, your pants mug. in public. I hope you get embarrassed so hard because you, you poo-pooed and splattered all over your fucking chinos, you piece of shit. You little shitty baby. You little fucking shitbird. I hope you and Neil Kotchall get caught in some sort of complex gay prostitute ring like Lindsey Graham did so that you get humiliated on national TV. And that's, you know what? You can suck a dick. That's fine. Anybody can suck a dick and you shouldn't feel bad about it, but you should feel bad about it, Neil Kotchall. And you should feel bad about it, Ajit Pai. And you should feel bad about it, Lady G. I mean, was Lindsey Graham really embarrassed at all? He no, he wasn't. Everybody knew he was yeah, queer. I was going to say, nothing changed. <laughs> nothing. I'm sorry. If anybody has ever seen Lindsey Graham or heard the man speak, you know he's a gay. I, hey, I don't, hey there, hey there, Mr. Man. I'm going to need you I've to stop a, being so mean. I've been a bachelor for the past 35 fucking years, so I guess that means that I'm just looking for the right lady and definitely not getting my back walls blown out by every illicit DC fucking payboy I can find. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, thank you. Once again, for listening to uh, another episode of Worst in the Industry. I've got no fucking idea what we're going to come back to next week, but it's not going to be oil, that's for damn sure. You guys want to talk about cereal again? We can talk about cereal again. I don't know if I have another silly cereal story. I actually have a couple, like, one-off ideas that are kind of fun and silly. Okay. So we might... We could do that. We could do it. We could do a silly time episode next time. We might do those. Just because I'm... <laughs> They, they've taken me off they talk about YKK? they've taken me off suicide watch but they won't give me back my belt or shoelaces yet so once nope. once I get those back <laughs> I'll start writing episodes again you can yep. have them back when you're out of free speech jail. I'm I'm in free speech jail you're gonna Col- you're, yeah Colin you're gonna fucking yeah, Colin, Tyler and I both had to look at you and go you're gonna we're cutting you're gonna donzigger me for advocating committing a felony yes. <laughs> I'm gonna be yes I, this is a witch yes. hunt right. this is a witch hunt Fake news. Bye. Sad. Bye. Bye. Kisses.